Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. I remember my dad came to England, so obviously I just remember one day I was playing football. Mom rushed me into the yard. Boom, you're getting dressed, you're traveling. Even I was like in limbo. It took Arsenal... To go, who's this kid up front for you guys? Okay. All of a sudden, the following weekend, literally. Yeah. Because Carl Jenkinson's dad heard it. And he's gone to the academy um, coach, at the uh, head of academy at the time, Steve Avery. Before you know it, in the hotel chilling, there's meant to be a match. But all of a sudden, there's not a game. He's panicking, running up and down, going like a madman. Next thing you know... Armed police. <laughs> wow. What? Bro, Belgian police. I've stormed into the hotel. When you do these kind of things, you hear a lot of stories. Like, you hear stories of kids dying for... Because the parent couldn't afford a malaria tablet. And when you convert it, it's mm. peanuts. When, when, you, when you hear about mm. people complain, they complain about a sharp pain and stuff. And when I got really scared was when the pain traveled to my arm that it was just in my arm here. Mm. That's when I started panicking. I was thinking, this might be a heart attack, you know? Hello, listeners, and welcome back to yet again another episode of the Beautiful Game podcast. As always, I'm your host, Budge, and I'm joined by my faithful two co-conspirators, Dot and Dej, gents, how are we doing, man? I'm good, boys, man. I thought you were going to change it up. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, I might try to in, 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 in a few episodes, but I'm so used to like this the same intro, in it. It's no, like no, it's my you, trademark. Man. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> but how's it going, gents? Anyway, I'm, yeah, I'm good. Weekend been? Crazy weekend, isn't it, man? You know what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a great weekend. The yeah. weather's been lovely, scorching hot outside. Yeah. So let's get this started. Let's get this started, man. And we're also uh, joined by a very, very special guest, someone who I have actually had the pleasure of um, knowing for uh, the best part of what 15, 16 years. Wow. We used wow. to, um, yeah, man. We we used to like link up early morning before school. 
we'd link up like seven o'clock and, and play football in school. Wow. You know what I mean? He used to come up to me and say, hey, Budge, like, how do I get my first touch like yours? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I said, Budge, I'm such a liar. I learned it all from him, man. So it's a day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, of course, of course, man. So, so without further ado, man, I want to welcome Richmond Kissy to the podcast, man. Welcome, bro. Welcome, bro. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you coming on. As soon as I got the invite, I was here, man. Yeah, man. Thanks, and and we appreciate it, man. Honestly, now we've we've obviously been speaking off air, and we like couldn't wait to get the ball rolling, (laughs) man. Because there's literally so much that we want to cover. So many gems. You know what I mean? So many gems. So many (laughs) layers to it. So, in short, what we're gonna do, um, listeners, is we're gonna go into a deep dive of um, of Richmond's career. So we're gonna start from the very, very beginning. Um, and to like where he is now and what he's doing, um, which is which is really really interesting because you know it's not many people that you you, you find doing you know what he's doing. So we're, I'm gonna let him talk. Like I said, I don't want to take too long to get into it. I just want to get <laughs> yeah. straight into it. Yeah. So Richmond, look, take the stage, take us through like your footballing journey, man. So yeah, where did it all? Yeah, throwing the ball to Richmond, man. You start, bro, and take us on your yeah. journey, man, from from the very very beginning. Cool. Like painting a picture for us. No worries. So born in Ivory Coast, Abidjan. So like came to England when I was four, but from before then. The addiction to football really started mm. so like every other kid around yeah that's the first yeah. thing we knew in it 100 percent. so we would play football i remember playing barefooted i remember dead ball dead <laughs> there was no there was no bounce in it <laughs> but we loved it man we could play all day mm. i remember my dad came to england so obviously i just remember one day i was playing football mum rushed me into the yard boom you're getting dressed you're traveling Got literally like that. Got dressed. Wow. Mm. Next thing I know, I'm at the airport. I'm still a kid, so I don't really grasp what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, like, how old is you? I was about four, five, four? yeah. So I was like a kid, man. I didn't really know, understand anything that was going on. Next thing I know, I'm in Paris. Wow. <laughs> literally, wow. Bro, from, wow. literally from playing football with my boys in the, in the, in my, like, near my house to literally getting taken, shower, bath, changed. And I was at the airport. Wow. I know you probably slept throughout that whole thing. I don't even know. To be honest, <laughs> was it a blur? It was a blur, bro. <laughs> like, even to now, when I'm sat here talking yeah. about it, I still don't even grasp like, yeah, how yeah, that yeah. happened. So, I'm at the airport, then my uncle was in France, so I stayed with him for a bit. Then I remember taking the Eurostar and then coming to the UK. Mm. And then the first thing that hit me was, it's for a reason. Here. Yeah, okay. This ain't It was cold. So, like, came here, linked up with my dad and my aunt, who's raised me ever since. Like, she's done a great job in that. Mm. And then I just remember moving from house to house. When I first came, we lived in Haringey. Mm. Yeah. Then we moved to Deptford, New Cross, Peckham. Mm. Like, we lived in a Bermondsey. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Changed, like, wow. Changing wow. schools. Oh, yeah, 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 bruv. Yeah. And North London, yeah. any, bruv. Yeah. It was mad. <laughs> like, changing schools regularly. And then I finally settled in a school in um, Monson, of Monson Primary School. Was that New Cross? Mm. New Cross, yeah, 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 I've heard of Monson. Finally settled there, like from yeah, I think I done that like, yeah three all the way to year six. Then I went to Crofton. Yeah. So obviously when I went Crofton, playing like we were just playing, like he said, yeah. Astro Turf all day long. Early morning, like wow. seven a.m., we would get to school just to play football. football like, wow. You like you yeah. come in early. 
your own astral. Well, you're the ones that will come with their astral turf already on. He was ready. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you had to be ready. Listen, you had to, that wasn't a joke. You know? that, yeah. that ball before had, school was not that. a joke. Bro. You don't care about the sweat. <laughs> you don't care about nothing, nothing bro. You a hundred man on the yeah, pitch, bro. Yeah, yeah. A hundred man. And you don't even know whose team you're yeah, on, but somehow yeah, it works. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. And we're just playing in the morning. You bunk lessons to go and play. Honestly, all for the love of the game. All for the love of the game. That's it. I look through my thing, my planner. Ah, cool. Double science. (laughs) 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 Yeah, literally. Football, football, football. And then it's funny enough that I got that. Obviously, that's where I got scouted. Okay. Was on that very asteroid. Okay. So I used to play everyone that kind of like got a reputation around school. That yeah, this guy's sick at ball. Yeah. It's just played, and I was playing for my school team, and because I was like the biggest, like in year seven, okay, probably about this size in year seven. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so what? You are a ringer? No, 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 I've had that. I've had that on my shoulders for years. I'm going to clarify it now. It's all lidge. <laughs> so obviously, playing, 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 like playing for my school team, and because I was the biggest, they put me at the back. Okay. But naturally, I was always playing as a striker. But I thought, you know what, cool, I'll, I'll play anywhere, innit? And then I played the first school game. And then I remember it to this day because it was against Addy and Stanhope. And Addy and Stanhope, I applied to go to that school. Okay. And they told my mum that I wasn't good enough to go to that school. Wow. Yeah, because... Um, academically. Reason, like, academically, mm-hmm. I wasn't good enough to go to the school. So when I played them... Wanted to shut him up. I'm like, I'm looking at everything. Do they know who they just turned yeah. down? Like, so I managed to like bang the hat trick from centre back. Like, wow! Wow! Hat trick from centre back. Literally, I remember every goal. I took the ball from the back. I ran fast. The whole team slotted. Well, every goal was the same. And then we played another game. Hat trick from that defence again. We ended up winning six three. But then I remember. When I was playing, there was a black man stood up the top. Because when you come into our school, there's a top there and it overlooks the pitch. Okay. So I just saw this man just standing there, just watching. I thought nothing of him. I just thought maybe just someone that probably liked like, my skills and stuff, <laughs> innit? Yeah. He was mesmerised, didn't Little did I know, that was actually a children's scout whose son went to our school, was in our year. So he'd come to see his son. But as he's a scout, he just stood there and watched the game. Like he's watched me terrorise these people from centre <laughs> Next then I think next the week, couple of weeks after that, the same man comes up to me and I'm in the I'm on the Astro. And this day I've forgotten my I've forgotten my boots. So I didn't have no boots and we're playing we're playing a school cup game. And he's come up to me and he's talking to me and he's like What would you would you like would you like to join like what would you I think the question was what would you ever like to join Charlton Athletic? And I looked around my boys and I'm like, is this guy serious? What kind of questions that? Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to play for Charlton Athletic? It's like, crazy because yeah. these guys, they just think it's like a normal yeah. question. Yeah. 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 Have you noticed? And like, at the time, and at the time, I, I really like, I didn't, because I only ever had a team, like a Sunday team before that and I only played like two games. And then the person who ran that team, it was Jason Newell's mum. Okay. So I don't know if you remember Jason. Yeah, Jason, yeah, 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 we all remember. He's yeah. mum. He's a mum. He's a bad boy. Yeah. His mum ran the team. And then, ironically enough, the boot, I didn't have a pair of boots. This is how push I was from that. <laughs> I didn't have a pair of boots. So they saw me because my boy played for the team. And he, he invited me once. And I went training with him. And then I played. she played me centre-back as well one game. I slapped in two goals from centre-back again then. 
So she gave me a pair of boots and they were Jason's boots because mm. I didn't have no boots. So she gave me a pair of red Val Sports. This is how I'm, I'm taking it back, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Val Sports. Yeah, I will yeah, never yeah, forget yeah. these boots, bro. These are the boots <laughs> I secured my deal. Yeah. I was wearing these bright red Val Sports playing centre back and I was banging in goals. So when I've then, um, so he's obviously taking me to, so he spoke to me that week, but because he he wanted to see me in a training match. So you might remember he set something up, and I don't know if you remember Dominic Weston. Yeah, he was yeah, meant yeah, to take yeah, he was meant to take Dominic Charlton as well. So yeah. he made he done a session for all of us to like basically see what we're about. So within ten minutes he was like, "To me, cool, I've seen enough. We're yeah. going there next week. Just get ready." So Thursday next week after school, I'm gonna come and pick you up, and we're gonna go. So literally, I remember we got to Sparrows Lane. Yeah. So we drove we drove through the Sparrows Lane, and Charlton have two sides. So they have got the college side where there's the dome. And then there's the main training area. So we've obviously gone to the training area. I met all the coaches, the head of recruitment, all of the, the academy head of recruitment and stuff. And then signed some papers that to basically say that I'm insured if any injuries. And then they took me over to the dome. Went to the dome and I'm seeing these boys like pulling out these tricks and I'm looking at them thinking, where am I, bro? Like, the talent was mad. They're mm. doing flicks, they're doing all of this and I've never been coached in my life. Okay. I was raw. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm looking and I'm like, so this is what this is what it could be like. So there was a boy there called Luke Rooney, like he was the top boy. He just he'd previously just come from West Ham on a four year deal, and wow. they weren't really offering four year deals like that to just anybody. Wow! So he signed his deal on the at the Valley and everything. Wow! Kerbishly and everything. So you knew that I was a top boy from mm. when I walked in there. That's who everyone passed to. He was the one yeah. running. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, ah, that's, the, that's the top boy. <laughs> so ended up like they was like the cool. The man I remember, I took a ball, I bullied one defender, smashed one. It <laughs> wasn't even hard because they were all like midgets at the time. I was, under tour, they were, I was like the tall. I was like, I was like Lukaku. Like, just <laughs> like, so I, like, I remember the manager that like, stood up. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went and spoke to the agent, to the scout, and said, bring him on Saturday because we want to play him on Sunday against West Ham. Came on Saturday, done my thing. And I got, because what they used to do, they used to hand out a list of like, if, they, if he was in the squad, He'd hand out a list after training. I've okay. got the list. I remember I slapped it up on my wall bedroom wall. Where, <laughs> and it had like Charlton versus West Ham. I'm like, yes. Didn't sleep that night. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> so excited. I'm like, rah, like, cool. So it was like me at Chadwell Heath. My dad, my uncle, the scout ended up coming as well, watching him. And I remember two minutes in, a boy called Billy gave me a through ball. Slap that day, the night before, funny enough. I was watching to everyone read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this will get you. In and I was like, I was like, when I get a through ball, I'm gonna finish it like on yeah, read. Yeah, yeah. So it was in my head from there. So when I got it, slapped it under the keeper and that. I was there, so I was see. What was it? The Thierry Henry finish? Yeah, it was. It was Thierry Henry finish. Because I can't miss. I wasn't every other In my head, it looked like Thierry Henry finish. It may have gone in a bit slower, but I'll take it. So I scored on my debut. Ended up getting two. Following, I think we had a, it was a bank holiday. Played Bristol City. Scored two. Watford hat trick. Wow. Ipswich Town hat trick. You're racking them in. Bro. Yeah, so early doors, man. Bro. Early doors. I'm making it or what? I literally. Like, no, at the time. At the time. At the time, every time I went on the pit, I just knew I would score. And then it wasn't at that age, you're not really thinking, I'm going to make it. You're just, just thinking, I'm going to kill this level now. And because I was so new to it, it was the first proper team that I was with. I'm just like, cool, I just. 
I just want to get signed in it. I just want to be in this academy. So I was just scoring, scoring, scoring. And they just weren't offering me nothing. I remember like, I was actually like, like my dad was getting worried because at one stage it got so bad. I think I had like 15 in eight games. That's crazy. Bro, wow. yeah, it was mad. Crazy. I was taking shots from halfway line <laughs> and they were going in. And no. I was just, <laughs> and I was thinking, right. And you, you were saying like, for that first game, that was the first time your dad had seen you play. Yeah, had seen me play. What was the, and he was with your uncle as well. He it, was with my uncle that so came from France. After after you scored on your debut, like, what he was, was just like, from him? What nah, was like, you know what African what dads are like, he was getting on to me, bro. Like, I thought I slapped two goals, yeah. It's not enough. The balls that I played, I put my I put my arms on my like my, my hands on my hips yeah, like yeah, yeah. trying to catch my breath. Hey, move your hands! You're moving lazy. Putting two goals, but then I was like, ah, cool, cool, cool. He's like, don't don't show that you're tired on the pitch. I was like, well, my dad was fairly, he was decent back yeah, in his day. No, yeah, yeah okay. he was alright still. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool. I have to impress. So whatever he said, I just jumped out. Mm. I'm like, I'm not tired. Cool. So did that help you on the football pitch? That sort of at the time. Yeah. I don't, did it help me? Yeah, you're thinking, oh, Dad, what are you doing? Yeah, I think I was like, oh, Dad, I just scored two goals, leave me alone kind of yeah. thing, innit? But then, it was one game, I remember this game proper because it was on a Sunday afternoon and I believe we played Reading or Ipswich mm-hmm. and that's the game I scored two in, I think two or three in. Seems you only scored braces on half. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> at, that ta- at that time, yeah. I was unstoppable. And as I got older, the goals decreased. <laughs> <laughs> but so I remember I was in the car and then I just played well. They were iffy about whether they want to sign me or if they want to see more from me. And then we were driving home and I remember we was like going towards Hither Green. And then he parked like, like we got to a red light and he stopped and he was like, no, like, you're actually a good player, you know. <laughs> I, I didn't really, no, no re- I didn't really realize how good you. Are. I know people told me how good you are, but certain touches you done today, you done really well. <laughs> you see that, Budja? Yeah. Even if I didn't get a deal at Charlton, that would have made that was it. Yeah, I, I, that I, moment. Bro, yeah. my dad never ever expressed yeah. that before. So when he said that, I was like, bro. Yeah, it must yeah. be good then, isn't yeah. it? So it's like the seal of approval. That's exactly what I wanted, bro. Yeah. Like when he gave me that seal of approval, I was like, yeah. And then it, obviously he started getting worried because he's like, you're doing well, but they're not signing you. Mm-hmm. But then played Arsenal at Hell's End, the academy set up at Arsenal because they got London Colony and they got yes, Hell's yeah. Played them then, and that team. If you want ringers, <laughs> that was a generation of ringers, <laughs> well, bro. Yeah. You had Frimpong. Yeah, yeah. You had who was the other? You, they had Cedric Cavina. Mm. He's at Doncaster. He was at Charlton before. He's at Charlton for a bit. Mm. Who else did they have? They, bruv, they just had some ringers, bro. Yeah. He was looking at these men like, nah, no way are they under. I'm not. I'm borderline yeah. taking the mick, but these lot are boiling it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They slapped us nine one. Wow. And that's how that's how dominating that Arsenal group was, bro. So at the time when you was on the pitch, was you just thinking there's there's nothing we can do? Like it's just yeah, it's literally to, just yeah. you so play like Arsenal, that that you play Arsenal, <laughs> you hear that you're playing Arsenal, and I didn't know this at the time, but mm. I hear my teammates, oh, they've got Victor, they've got this. They, I'm not, who are they talking about? Because yeah. I don't know these boys. <laughs> yeah, like, for yeah, me, yeah, I'd yeah. never seen them. Got yeah. on the pitch, and, and I'm thinking it's Arsenal. I'm trying to show what I can do. Before <laughs> I know it, it's five nil. Like, I blink my eye at 5-0. I'm thinking, right, and our team was tiny at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're up against men, basically. Yeah. They dominated us. But then I just remember, I thought, right, it's 9-0. I'm just going to score in it. That's all I'm caring about now. Yeah. I just want to score. 
So obviously a ball over the top again. Dust out the defender. And I remember I loved the keeper that nine one. And after that, the academy director came over and he's like, it may be what we're looking for, kind of thing. And they used to play these little mind games yeah, after a game. Like, oh, maybe that's what we're looking for. And then walk off. <laughs> and then, yeah, then obviously... So they left you in the lurch. Like, yeah, they yeah. kind of just... Normally... And, it, and that, that age as well. Normally... Like, how can you play them kind of mind Because normally it's like... Normally it's a, it's a four-week trial. But I'd gone into six, eight weeks. Mm. So even I was like in limbo. It took Arsenal to go... Who's this kid up front for you guys? Okay. All of a sudden, the mm. following weekend, literally. Yeah. Because Carl Jenkinson's dad heard it. And he's gone to the academy um, coach, at the, the head of academy at the time, Steve Avery. Like one of the best coaches I've ever had. He's gone over to me. He's gone Arsenal inquiring about that kid on trial, you know. And all of a sudden, attitude's different. <laughs> all right, Richmond. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Bruv, so I remember it's mad, isn't it? It took that, it took literally that for them to actually realise that Oak were in trouble because Arsenal have asked about this kid, let's wrap him up in it. So I remember we played, I think it was Bristol Rovers, scored a hat trick in that one. And then after that, got the phone call from the sky, he's like, so what was Arsenal's like? Was it inquiry or they were just? No, I think they were just. I think they just. They. I was black, so. I think that was all it was. I think that was the password show at the time for Arsenal. Just black and They just wanted to stockpile all the talent. Stockpile all the black boys, man. But then it was. Then that that actually was the point where Charlton was like paid attention yeah. and then they were like cool we're gonna we're so obviously yeah. I got a phone call after the Bristol Rovers Bristol Rovers match so like when you come in for training on Tuesday obviously come with a parent because we're gonna obviously give you the phone and that and I remember going into the office upstairs and I was just like yeah this is it man yeah. done so we signed it then after that we went to uh, something called the Foil Cup in Ireland where Charlton go every year. So I ended up that season, I think I got like 25 or 30 in like 10 or something stupid. Wow, like, crazy, crazy. Something dumb like that. And what age are you playing at now? That was like under 12 school. Under 12 so school, obviously yeah. that's from when I signed. So then I signed at under 12. We went to a tournament, four cup in Ireland. Batted that as well. Top top scorer, scored every round. Mm. Went on and won it against basically Man United's representative club there. So every Irish kid goes to a team called Red Devils. Mm. And they're basically a feeder club for Man U. Okay. 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 We okay. got them in the final, and obviously I'm a Man United fan. So okay. yeah. <laughs> the onus was there to just say, "Let me slap these boys up." You never know, Fergie might ring. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we went one-one. Went to penalties. We beat them at pen, on pens, and then the crowd, like, the stadium, was packed that day. And then we ended up winning. After that, skyrocketed, man. Thirties, fourteens, fifteens, playing. Playing uh, age group above, so when I was like fourteen, I was playing fifteen. Mm. Mm. I made my reserve debut. I was still in school. Wow! I came on for Jimmy Florence back at the Valley. Wow! I was, was, that, was that buzzing. Man. I was like, I literally, That's I remember, crazy, I left yeah. school. Like, I finished. I had a lesson, and I had to leave the lesson early. Went over to the Valley, and then went in. We played. Did someone come and pick you up from school? Yeah. I think I remember that uh, day. Yeah. I actually yeah. remember that day because exactly. because I, I had to literally just be like, I was buzzing. I was I got the phone. I actually that, remember that. I got the phone call you know. the day before. Yeah, how was yeah. it at school? Like, at school, I was the man. Well, yeah, yeah, I was, was the man at school. Like, yeah, 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 was all the girls like Rich. I was the man at school. Man. Man. It was annoying. Wait, is that because you were bigger than everyone? Or after a while, everyone caught up. So obviously, it was just the football that got me by, man. Everyone was like, "Yeah, he plays for Charlton." Yeah, 
So, yeah, so I always played at the age group above, and then finally I got the phone call. We had Portsmouth um, at the Valley. Asmir Bergovic yep, was a keeper for Pompey yeah. at the time. Wow. And then ended up playing, and then I was just on the bench. I'd been on the bench a couple of times before mm-hmm. for the Resis. Because obviously that year, so my last year of school, I ended up playing, so I would have been 15, no, I would have been 16s. Now, wait, let me not get it twisted. So I was 15, but I played 16s, 18s, and reserves that wow. year. Wow, at the age of 15. At the age of 15. Wow. wow. I trained with the first team a couple of times. Well. So would you like dubbed as like the next big thing? I, I, like at Charlton, yeah. yeah. At Charlton, without a shadow of a doubt. Crazy it team. was literally, mm. they were like basically releasing older players because they thought that I was coming mm-hmm. through. So it was good because obviously I ended up meeting a lot of like the older lot. And that's the first time that I'd actually gotten. So I basically Pardew came in, in it. Okay, yeah. When I was like a youth, like a schoolboy still, and then that, that that game where obviously I came off a hassle bank, it come up to me. He's like, "You done well. Keep doing, keep doing what you're doing." But that's the first time I got. I ever saw a rollerkin. Okay. A rollerkin, because yeah. obviously you know academy, it's yeah. like all light, and it's yeah. like oh, trying to develop you as a player. Yeah. But this was proper man's football, like. You do that shit again, you're out of this club, basically. Like, wow. And I'm like, that's pods, you know. Like, <laughs> he hotted man up. He said, listen, if you move like this again, you're out of this club quicker than you came in. And I'm like, that's the ruthlessness that yeah. way. You have to start, yeah, bucking out your ideas now. So obviously, like, basically careers. Like, you're thinking in your head, yeah, I'm here, man. You get picked up, you get dropped. Yeah, you're coming reserves. You're with the big boys. You're like you're in the corner. You're seeing Marcus Ben, oh, yeah. seeing Jerome Thomas come back from yeah. injury, Luke Young, and all them boys wow. there. Thinking, yeah, I can get used to this. Definitely. Then I ended up getting a scholar because obviously that year, like I said, I played all the age groups. So I played from my age group a couple of times, but I wasn't really playing my age group that too often. Mm. Like it, only if there was an injury and I was forced, then I'd go and play yeah. there. Um, so I, it was more 18s and reserves so I was playing that finished the season I was buzzing because I got my scholar and I was thinking yeah man I'm going to tear it up next year I did plans and then I went there and then nightmare bro it wasn't what it was meant to be man then I ended up going there and then first day of pre-season I realised that this wasn't going to be fun because you know what pre-season is like yeah it's gruelling it's tough it's a real gut check real real you know what push your body to the limit you see that when you go from schoolboy to full time that transition must be that's what breaks or makes the players okay that is the Mm. big it's a huge jump in it bruv in terms of it's from going like a obviously I'm not experienced but from like a 2 out of 10 intensity to like a 10 out of 10 literally literally like the demand from your like even before so we go on holiday and they've got a pack for you Mm. and I'm someone I've always like I've always naturally played football so I've like we've seen they give the pack each player's got their name on it this is what you do that goes in the bin go on holiday (laughs) went on holiday loved it stayed over the time that I was supposed to so when I come back, I'm mm. already in trouble from that. Gaffer's not happy. He's like, what are you doing? And mm. that's a new gaffer as well. So Damon came from Chelsea. Okay. Over to Cholton. Mm. Standards, the, levels. The, well. exact, the relationship at first was good because he's the one that bust me through. Mm. Like 18s. So I thought, all right, cool. 
I travelled with them. I played predominantly the majority of that season with the 18s. The relationship was cool, but I was still a schoolboy mm-hmm. coming through. But when I had him on a full-time basis, the relationship changed because, like you said, the demands are a bit higher. Mm-hmm. I'm a kid that doesn't understand anything about the professional game. Obviously, I'm come through the academy, but I don't know what is required mm-hmm. to become an elite athlete. So I'm still doing what I was doing before. I'll go back to like They took me away from... Peckham, I moved into Diggs mm. in Bexley Heath. But you see when training's done, I'm in Peckham. Back, yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm in yeah. Peckham till like 10, 11, chilling. Mm. Not doing nothing yeah, great. Yeah, I'm just chilling yeah. with a man in the yeah, barbershop yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm just catching drinks. <laughs> Come back at 11, obviously the family's calling them saying, oh, he's coming late. So they like, started getting on at me. They were mm. like, we don't want to see you back in Peckham. Like, like just basically but I didn't grasp it because I'm like they're my boys like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, come on man like, you can't <laughs> tell me then and, and I'm going to come back to ends and man I'm going to be like oh so you think you've made it now you don't want to like yeah, 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 yeah. Time yeah so you got that yeah, pressure yeah, yeah. so I had that pressure as well but if I could change one thing would be that mm. I wasn't I started not being appreciative of the opportunity I thought I was deserving of the opportunity mm. do you know what I mean and that's that's a thing that kills a lot of players. Yes. When you stop being grateful for where you are and you think that it's owed to you. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's when a lot of things started going wrong because now I've got the agent, got the boot deal. Who's Pin- the boot deal, deal with? I've got the boot deal with Umbro. Like Umbro. Says, yeah, so I signed like a year with Umbro at the time and they were trying to come up so they were bringing out because they signed Michael Owen. Oh yeah, I John remember. Terry at yeah. the time, yeah. Deco. I remember Deco. They signed us all, so they were trying to like get up there and challenge Nike, and I did that. So they were pushing bare, pumping bare money on youth team players and stuff. So I thought, yeah, kid from Beckham, I ain't done too bad so far. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm playing 18s, decent money for someone who's never seen money in the account. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. Bro, it yeah. does, man. Like, yeah, yeah. and Coming that's, yeah, beginnings, bro, man. I've, yeah, man. literally, I went, uh, I went, I had this cash card, yeah. Yeah. And I remember hearing, payday, payday, payday. I'm like, what's payday, bro? But I thought we were just kicking this ball team for fun, man. Mm. Yeah. What's payday? Mm. All the boys got gas, new gear, like, trainers, tracksuits. Like, would you look at this one? So we got paid today. Oh, what? So you didn't even... I didn't even know. I come training, sure no. You see when I put my mouth... I, I said, listen, you see this cash card? I'm coming to pick it up tonight, yeah? <laughs> I went to pick it up, put in an ATM thing, put my pin in. And <laughs> <laughs> it just opening. I said, bro, this what we're seeing does. So I went out. I remember I went to Bromley because we had yep. that. We used to go, um, we used to go college twice a week. Okay, yeah. So it's part of the academy part setup. Part of the academy okay, setup. Okay. So I remember we had a we had a Tuesday was a full day. No, Thursday was a full day. Let me get this. Tuesday was a full day at college, and then Thursday was half day. So hard, like on the Thursday you'd finish training and you stay at the ground at training ground, and then mm-hmm. they'll do a lesson there. And on the Tuesday it's the whole day. You go there from yeah. morning to afternoon. So we went Bromley, open no Openton actually. So Openton. And I just remember splashing out trainers, bro. <laughs> First time I got freedom, bro. You know how I'm, bro, you know how hard it was growing up in my yeah, house and trying yeah, to get yeah. new bits. Yeah. See, when I got that freaking freedom, bro, I was like, <laughs> mad. I'm Coming out with new yeah. stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Started dyeing my hair when I had hair. <laughs> bro, I thought I was made. But well, they were probably starting to say you're not yeah, focusing on your football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
started like dropping me. Well, like, yeah, like remember that's when it actually got tough because mm-hmm. I was always used to playing. Always a top boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, every game I know I'm playing 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. It started from pre-season. I'm seeing that. I'm not getting played. We went exit our pre-season. Not getting played. And that's a different thing now. Mm. Your menta- so mentality, so where? What was that? What was the reason behind that? Was it your? They will say. What was it? Was you know, not fit enough? Or not, not fit enough. And did I you came, feel like that at the time? I I did, but I didn't know that. Yeah, because you were saying that you came back to training late. I came late. So that so, first impression to the manager, exactly. Obviously, so do you know where it was? I've obviously gone on international duty, that Egypt game, and I stayed out there and just made a holiday. And okay. I didn't see my mummy. Yeah. Okay. So obviously this is me. Wait, so hold on, hold on. So 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 was it so, self-imposed exam? No, it wasn't like, self-imposed. <laughs> <laughs> like basically, wait, so, so wait, was it with the AWOL or no, no, we, basically where it was, we had the last game and then that coincided with the holidays. So obviously went for the international duty. And then after the game, obviously I'm on holiday, isn't it? Yeah. Like, okay, so, so wait, so at this point in time, you were then called up to... Yeah, so our okay, football so... season had done, yeah. and then I got the call up to go and play for national team. Okay. And I got in the papers that, oh, there's this kid, mm. next drug bar, rah, rah, rah. Okay. So obviously the attention came from that. So they called me. Mm-hmm. So when I went there, it coincided with it being obviously off-season. So right. So play the one yeah. game and the season's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there, ended up staying home. Obviously, I ain't seen my mum in yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't seen family in years. Um, so I'm like, bro, yeah, staying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though the date is there, but bro, I'm staying. Yeah, I'm home. Yeah. I'm, com- I'm comfortable. And people don't understand They that. don't understand yeah. that because, like I said, I hadn't seen my mum in years. And I'm sure for all of you, if you see your mum every day, yeah, you know yeah, what joy yeah. that brings. Of course, yeah. of course. And after not seeing her family, yeah, she saw me when I was a little boy. So my mum saw me when I left Ivory Coast at four. Mm. She didn't see me again till... 2000 so you can already imagine how many years that was mm. I left from 4 how old were you at that time about Just 2000 I think I was not. about if I'm not mistaken I think I was about year 5 then about mm. year 5 well like 9-ish nine probably about yeah, that five, so she's yeah. seen me yeah, like yeah, yeah. a couple of years later and then the next time she sees me again after that I'm a grown man so mm. she hadn't so when she saw me in 2000 I didn't see no phrase, so I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to stay out here. Yeah. Then I went back again in 2006, and then I'm a man. Like, mm. Obviously, everyone's come out. I've come, I've organised a, a game, like mm-hmm. a tournament for us, so I'm making decisions now. Like, I'm a man, I can give money to my mum. I can, mm. if there's any issues, medical things, like I can give money to family mm. and stuff. I remember the first pay packet, even though I blew a good chunk of it, a good majority of your first bit went to Ivory Coast mm-hmm. and that sorted out so, a lot of family out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously we're going to go a bit more into what you do now. Mm. So was that always something that triggered you? Like you just felt to give back to people yeah. because of the beginning you, know, you came like, from? Na- you know, naturally, I'm just, if anyone, like people that know me know that I'm someone that like, when you're around me, okay. I'm just cool. Like yeah, if yeah. I've got it, just... I just want to make sure everyone's cool around me. Mm-hmm. And that's always been there. Mm. Obviously, people can take the mick out of, of you. Course, of course, kindness I don't, or weakness. Yeah, exactly. and I, don't, I try not to watch that. If mm. I can help someone, 10 times out of 10, I'd love to, mm. I'd love to help them. So that vision was always there. Mm. But the vision, obviously, was to obviously make it so I could do it on a bigger scale. Mm. So that's what the football, the football yeah. would have helped with that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm. went there, was doing our little bits there, but it wasn't official. So it was just helping family and yeah, friends, yeah, 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 yeah. people around the area. Like I said, we organised the game, we took care of everything gave players kit like we went to some people that lend kits 
bought a whole pile of it, gave it to the player, they done a tournament. Mm-hmm. I was obviously like there. And then obviously they'd already heard that, oh, there's this kid, he plays at Charlton, he's doing very well. So when I came back from pre-season, I was doing all of that stuff. So I'm Yeah, you're say, feeling like you're I'm top not, of the world, yeah, man. Yeah, bro, I'm not going to say Making like... international appearances. Exactly, I knew I, knew I should have come back because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw my phone ringing. I was having too much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it was my fault, obviously. So would you call it ill discipline? A bit? Ill discipline, definitely. Mm. Because now I'm like, I'm here, innit? I've arrived. Mm. And obviously the boy comes back home and is like giving back and stuff. And I've come back late. When we've done the, when we've done the tests, I'm last in the, like my first session, bro. Mm. I'm dead. First session. And you know preseason yeah. cool, innit? <laughs> Double yeah. session. Yes. First session, I am fried. I'm in the. I'm. I'm sorry. I remember lying down on the floor like this in the change room, beat up. I couldn't. Yeah. Second, I was like, I was like, what, what's this? I'm like, what's this? Double session of this. You lot are lying. Obviously, I'm not putting in enough work. Me and him are going back at it because obviously at this stage now. Like I said, ego, biggest killer of players, man. Mm, pride and ego. Pride and ego. And obviously... What, what do you mean by that? Like the manager will say, like what I said to you, um, Dej, obviously you get to a certain time, especially football, especially when you're in that professional environment. And this is what kills a lot of talent. And while you hear a lot of talent diminishes very quickly mm. because when you're starting off, you're hungry and you're appreciative of every opportunity that gets put your way. But you see, when you feel established, you feel that you're deserving of whatever they're giving you. Mm. So you don't feel like you need to work for what you're being mm. given. You feel like you're owed something. Mm. So I got to a comfortability level where I'm going in every day, yeah, kits already pressed, boots clean, literally. So, yeah. so would you say you believe the hype? I believe the hype. I started yeah. to believe the hype and that's mm. where I went wrong. Mm. Because... I was always hearing it, mm-hmm. but I'd always put it in the back of my mind because I didn't really understand. But when I started going, and people that are in the game were now saying, "Yeah, you're a good player. You got plan. Like you got a big future ahead of you." You start to believe it. Agents come knocking at my mum's door. I want to speak to your son. Several times over, you can think West Ham came. Who else came? Was West Ham? West Ham at one. West Ham were relentless with it though. They were on it. They were like, "Yep, yeah, we want you." Tottenham was on me. Mm. so we started believing it and then when Charlton wasn't treating me right you're now thinking the grass is greener elsewhere because okay. yeah. obviously when you're playing against players we talk Yeah, okay. players talk players yeah, will be yeah. like yeah here's sweet bruv like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting looked, af- yeah, I'm getting looked right. after I remember mm. I had a conversation just before Southampton Charlton 18's game I got dropped and now Ranger who was in that mm. Southampton squad yeah me and him, like, we always used to get on because I remember he came to Charlton for a bit when we was under 14s. You know, okay. Me and him hit it off from then. Mm-hmm. I still chat to him now. Mm-hmm. And he was like, bro, come join me, man. It's sweet, bro. Like, we're getting looked after. I got pro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you're getting and you're thinking, bro, he's yeah. on a pro. Yeah. What am I doing? I'm still getting this grief. Like, come there, you're not playing. And then it started being a mental thing. Mm-hmm. And it's where I kind of think that, this is why I say he kind of, he kind of like, ruined my career kind of mm. thing because every morning was a test mm. so now it's a battle between me and the manager mm. training's at 9 10 he wants me in at 8 in the gym on the treadmill running at 8 mm. I finish my run I go outside I do a full sesh a double sesh <laughs> come back in I'm on the treadmill again everyone's gone home I'm still working 
I've done that. I've humbled myself from doing that. You're still dropping me. Because mm, you were saying that before you used to bag two goals, Bro, play 90 minutes. My confidence so it's like that. It's like that champion versus that. challenger. Exactly. Yeah. So your thing, how it was in my head, and obviously I was young, but how it was in my head is the manager was pretty new. He'd just come, it was his like, probably his like first, or probably his second season. So he'd come halfway through the year when I was a schoolboy. And then his first full year was when I was officially a youth team player. Okay. And I believe that because I was one of the big, obviously, characters in the change room, I was the easiest person to get. Okay. And I felt that he was trying to prove a point via me okay. to influence the rest of the school. Okay. So basically saying that if you don't put in the work or if you try and challenge me, you won't play. Yeah. Mm. And every day, bro, like I'm telling you, it was relentless. Like every day we'd go in, there'll be something. It'd literally be kissy, you're going in the gym. Kissy, you're running. Kissy, you're doing this. After training, laps around the pitch. So that's what I'm saying. At the time, did you just think, oh, I hate this? Or Because you know, like we're from South London, innit? We <laughs> don't shut our mouths. That's one thing about us, bro. You can't tell me to run and I'm going to say, I'm not going to ask you why. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it got to a thing where we're arguing in front of the rest of the squad. Wow. And I hated it because I'm like, I just come here to play football. Yeah. Like, I just want to, I had the vision in my head that my first year I'll be developed. Because I've just come off the back of a great season where I've played, I've played youth team mm. when I'm a year behind playing youth team. I was in the FA Youth Cup squad mm. as a kid. I remember leaving school to travel to Birmingham as a 15 year old wow. and sat on the bench in the FA Youth Cup. And now where I'm supposed to be shining, mm. you're holding me back. So it was a clash. Like, I yeah, remember we used yeah. to proper go at it, like arguing every day. I'm thinking, I'll go in the gym and the first team are cracking up. They like, they're like, why are you always angry, yeah, yeah. bruv? I'm like, you lot know why I'm angry, <laughs> innit? It's like, calm down. I remember Lloyd Sam used to come and speak to me a lot. Osei mm-hmm. Sankofa, um, Jonathan Fortune, mm-hmm. we were Darren Randolph, he's at Middlesbrough. They used to always come in and be like, bro, like, this boy is mad. Like, why are you always beefing <laughs> Damien? Like, I'm like, bro, it's him, man. Don't get me. And to be mm. fair, I think that's where it was. And I think I've, I wanted to touch up on this point. We need a lot of black coaches mm. who have been around the same environments that oh, we yeah. have. Like that South London in it. Because that doesn't, because you see why Palace are so good? Because mm. of Collins. You know Collins? Yeah, yeah. Big black man. Yeah. Him. He's grown up around that. He knows how to deal mm. with his boys. Mm. Mm. A man that's not grown up in the same environment as me and Can't doesn't relate. get Can't how relate. I talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll think like, who's this kid, bro? Because like, obviously I'm talking, like, I'll come in like, your old boys, what are you going on like? He like, <laughs> don't get that. He's yeah, thinking yeah, I'm being yeah, cocky, but yeah, yeah, that's just how we are. Yeah. We don't mean no malice by it. But mm. with him, if I wave my arms, yeah. Oh my God. It's I like I've shot him. Mm. Bro, 10 laps around the pitch. I remember one time we played Palace. He put me on, took me off. You've mm. played you know that's the most embarrassing yeah. thing you ever do Humiliation. to do you think he probably had that like kind of thought with you because your first impression maybe or he like say if you've already built up a rapport maybe would have been a bit more tolerant to I some just, of that do you know what it is yeah. I just think he didn't understand me personally okay I okay. just think it was just uh, there was a clash there and mm. the clash was just he didn't know how to handle me as a player or as a person before yeah. being a player. Yeah, okay. Because I'm someone, mm. the best way to have the best out of me is to talk to me. 
you can't try and impose yourself on me because I will give it back to you. Because I'm like, no, nah, yeah, I'm not yeah, taking yeah. it from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll have a, then there will be a clash, mm. and then either one of us will leave. Mm. But if he took the time to speak to me, and then build a build a relationship with me, I would run. And that's the thing with the guy that I mentioned before, Steve Avery. Mm. And even though Steve Avery's a white man. He understood me better than yeah. Damien, who's mixed race, mm-hmm. because Steve put himself like he knew. In your situation, there's your times when yeah, I'm. St- yeah. There's times when I was very dumb, and when we're losing, that's the worst Richmond you'd get. Mm. I hate losing. I can't. I, I hate losing Monopoly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you're alone on that one. I am the worst. I'm the worst. I've smashed through how many PlayStation remote like control because I hate losing. So if a manager talks to me and gets me on side, I'm probably like the best person to have because mm. I will make sure that the team is all yeah, one team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you would say you're a big influence in the I would say I was, yeah. Mm. I would say I was. And even now, I think it shows because obviously when we link up in that, it's still that love because we mm. understand that. I was genuine. Like, we were together. We went, we grew up together. Mm. The under 12s, a lot of us went through all the way to 18s. Wow. We were still, like, as men, meeting up today. Mm. It's a brotherhood. Yeah, mm. we, we went... At one stage, we were untouchable. We like 34 games. Wow. Schoolboy level. Untouchable. Like, no one could beat us. We'd smash everyone. So, we built a rapport. So, obviously, when the boys saw that happening, a lot of them would come up to me and just be like, just try and shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. So, I'd done it for a month. I shut my mouth. Bit my tongue. Done the hours. I ran. I did what I was asked of. But where it actually all ended for me was, I put all the work in for a month. Told me, and he dropped me. FA Youth Cup game away to Wolverhampton Wanderers mm-hmm. playing at the Molyneux wow, yep. yeah. everyone wants to play that mm-hmm. I thought I'd worked so hard that week that, I thought that month I thought he told me to jump I was jumping <laughs> he said shut up I shut up <laughs> I didn't give him nothing I didn't. I thought you know what what about jump off a cliff I would have <laughs> I would have just to show him that I've changed <laughs> so I like I, I dyed my hair back to normal I even yeah. went low yeah. didn't do anything egocentric yeah. I come in like Normally yeah. I'd have my tracksuit bottoms raised. <laughs> then after that, no more tracksuit top was tucked in. I made sure I was presentable. I was in on yeah. time at training. I didn't cause no one no bother. I was eating well, going to bed, and he dropped me. And I was like, bro, there's just no, there's just no, there's just no winning, there's just no winning with yeah. this guy, man. He had his reasons, but and then the relationship was broke after that. I remember we played Arsenal. He told me to warm up. I warmed up. I went warming up. You're coming on. Cool. You're coming on. You're coming on. Then come on. Then he accepted me because obviously it's expected, isn't it? If you've not played, you do a run. You do a box run, a box yeah, run and then yeah. out of the pitch. And I was like, fuck off, man. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. stormed in. And I knew I, I knew I was gone. After mm. that, I knew I was gone because mm. I scheduled a meeting with my agent, my dad, and that was it for me. I was like, yeah, I can't do this no more. I'm gone. So after that Arsenal thing, he told me to run and I told him, F off. Yeah. I knew that I was telling him because I was gone yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In my that was mind, breaking point yeah in my mm. mind so in hindsight do you feel that you made mistakes in terms of definitely your, bro. mentally that's what I was trying definitely. to say as, as a young player sometimes you're not ready definitely and it's, it's the people and, that are and, mentally astute are the ones that exactly and, that you, see, rise. and yeah. you see when when I'm saying that when I'm looking back at the situation there's a lot I would have done differently okay I would have shut up more I wouldn't have gone against the manager because you're course. facing a losing battle. Of course. Yeah, so of picks course. The team. yeah exactly. <laughs> if, he, if he doesn't put you on the pitch, how can anyone see you to take mm-hmm. you off his hands? You know what I mean? And I personally stopped working hard. I okay. stopped grafting. Mm-hmm. And once you mm-hmm. stop that, then... That's it, man. That's it. You're down, man. Nothing else, there's nothing else that can happen. 
That's not, not, if a player stops working hard, that's mm. it. So nothing. do you think when you started getting paid in that, did that soften you up? Had an did, influence. You think so? The environment so, definitely had an influence. Because mm, that's what even Brendan Rodgers came out and said, that players though. are paid to fail, essentially. Bro, we're sugar-coated, you know? mm. especially in England. Mm. You see, when you go Russia and them, man, yeah. where they get beat up in training, <laughs> they get toughened up properly. Yeah. It's like an army regiment scheme over there. Yeah. See, when you play against certain teams, I remember we played against um, a Brazilian team. Mm. Where these boys were sick. Played against a South African team. Boys were on it. Hung. Mm. Played against an Ivory Coast team, like the team that formed the Koro Toure Yaya yeah. and that. Yeah. Them boys were on it. Because mm. they've got that hunger, like they've driven. They already know that this is my escape route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're here. We're comfy, bro. I've got electric. I've got water. We're spoiled. Even though I've got that thing that obviously there's family back home that wants me, that needs mm. me. But I'm like, still, you know, you're not in there because you're not in that environment 24-7. Yeah. You kind of take things for granted. You're like, bro, we're in England, man. Mm. No one can't tell me nothing, man. So it does kill us. You go to training. I'm telling you, kit's always pressed. Boots are clean. Mm. Pitch is immaculate. Yeah. Pristine. You're on a coach. <laughs> you get taken to the game. You get taken mm-hmm. back. You travel to the world. Yeah, you go Italy. You come back on a plane. You, mm. Everything's just catered. Yeah. But you see, the thing where it got for me was I, di- I didn't have a passport in there. I, want, I didn't have a passport. I never mm. travelled here. One letter from the chief and welfare officer, yeah. My passport came the following day, bro. And that's when I was like, what? Yeah, this is... This this level this, yeah, 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 this levels yeah. to this, yeah. Bruv, it's like different. Like, I think that's one thing that I've taken from it. Even though I didn't go and my career didn't go where it should have gone mm-hmm. or I envisaged it to go, at least I got to live that, man. Yeah, you know, a lot of people would die to have that experience. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm grateful now, man. So, so let's fast forward a little bit. Um, so you've all obviously f- fallen out with yeah, uh, amen, the, the gaffer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and yeah, so like, so from, from that moment on, what, what happened next? From like, that moment, was... I went, where did I go straight after? I was meant to go to Newcastle, but then there was a big palaver there, so I didn't end up going to Newcastle. I went to Southampton for a bit. Mm. I ended up there. But like I said, when I left Charlton... You were just going on trial at bare different clubs? I just thought that I could walk into a team. Mm. So I thought I could... Off of your resume, of, like what you'd but then But then that was where I was stupid, because mm. I ain't really proven nothing. Mm. schoolboy football man it's different from youth team mm. football I don't and that's why I fooled myself I thought I could walk in any team everyone knows me kind of thing mm. they knew of me but you've got to prove it. that's a clean slate now you got to prove you've you got to earn your keep here yeah. bro. Like, I was going to these places clubs that like people from my estate would die for and I'm walking there thinking bruv it's just one of these clubs, isn't it? Mm. You just, like, like I said, you take these things for granted. Mm-hmm. See, now, I'm uh, 28 years of age. If someone said to me, I'll get you into Bolton. Yeah. Bro, you see the fitness work that I'll be doing <laughs> prior to it. But then I'm going there, I'm sleeping late, bantering on the phone with my boys, because I didn't take it. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd walk into another club, basically. But I wasn't... Pro- but when I look back, I weren't professional enough. Disciplined mm, enough. That's good. At least it's an yeah, open. Yeah, come yeah. out in the middle. But it took like, a while, though. Yeah, it yeah, took a while because you, you're angry with the world. Angry with the world. You think, oh, this guy Damien ruined my career, but fundamentally, yeah. I ruined it because yeah. he took my eye off the ball, man. Yeah. So yeah. So so you you've left the club now. Yeah. And then so what what happens here? Like you you're going. So like I said, I, obviously my agent left me after the whole Spain thing. So I was without an agent then. Yeah. Okay. And then I was without a club. So. 
Wait, the whole wait the Spain thing. I think you told us about that off air. Still, yeah. oh, oh, so, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. You told us about that. Off sorry, air. sorry, so sorry. Just for the listeners, just, <laughs> just for the listeners, like yeah, summarize that story real quick. So like. I went to Spain, Glen Hoddle Academy. So mm. it was like basically an academy set up by Glen Hoddle, Graham Ricks, um, Gorman, um, Andy Gorman, Andy Gorman. I think his name was. Um, Dave Besson, who was the oh, AFC yeah. Wimbledon keeper, yeah. won the mm. FA Cup. So he had proper coaches yeah, there, man. Yeah. So I remember when I went there and I was like buzzing. I'm like, yeah, this is a great environment. I remember we had a five aside and it was banned to play a long ball. Wow. Like wow. everything was on the floor. The pitch was immaculate. If you probably there were some top players there as well. Mm. There's one that went on to play for Seville, Scotland, Watford, Ikechi Anya. Yes, yeah, the fast yeah. winger. Rapid. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He was at Wickham Munch, like one of the youngest players oh, to make yeah. his debut yeah. for Wickham yeah. at like 16. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sick player. So I had him, I had Christopher Fagan. He was at Man United, top boy, oh, yeah. finisher. Mm. And there was some good, Emmanuel Dodgy was at Portsmouth. He's now, he went been at Bromley and all of that. Mm. So surrounded by top players who mm. come from good academies, innit? And I was like one of the youngest there. Mm. I remember at the time I was 18, I think. No, I think I was 17. Because mm. obviously I just left Charlton, I turned 17. So obviously, baddied it up. I'm not, mm. no word about that. I'm not even, yeah, it, yeah. anyone that's listening to this that was at the Glen Odell Academy <laughs> when I was there knows they what know, I was doing. What, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we might have to take this to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, for that month, I was meant to go there for a week. Yeah. They kept me for the whole month. I was yeah. killing it. Banging. I played a game against <laughs> Peterborough. First team because they were on preseason around the okay. same place where he was. Yeah. So he linked up a game. I didn't play that one. I didn't come off the bench, but he wanted to give a chance to obviously the sign players. Mm. So obviously, following day we had a team. We had a game against Gibraltar. Wipe, bro. Whack them up. Aren't they the whipping boys of international? Bro, they whipped them that day as well, bro. We battered them. But I scored two, and I remember after that, Glenn Order was on me. He was like, yeah, I've seen a lot. Like, this kid's early. He's like, basically, he just said to me, like, you've got some. So, obviously, that yeah. the confidence was coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn Hoddle, that's right. Do you know one time, yeah, do you know one time, like, I didn't, it, it didn't sink in, because he used to come and speak to me a lot, and he's like, he said a word, and I never, he was like, you're very, like, enigmatic. And I was like, Okay, yeah, I didn't get, yeah. I didn't grasp the word, and I had to go and Google it, and it's yeah. like someone that basically is hot and cold in it, mm. and they weren't sure about me. Like, yeah, so yeah. one day I'd be sick, the other day, and and that was something that I knew myself that mm. there was no middle Richmond in it. It was either I was sick mm. or you didn't see me in a game, mm. so hot and cold. Do you think there was a particular reason for that, like lack of consistency? Like the was there a reason for it? Mm. Well, you can't, nothing, nothing you can I put can't, your finger on. I can't on, put right? my like, finger on just, it, man. And yeah. I, I just think it just represents, like, my life is like that. Mm. It's either mm. I'm having a good day or I'm having a bad day. Yeah, it's never, yeah, I just think it's no just, middle. there's no middle with me, <laughs> yeah, man. It's yeah, yeah. like either I'm turning up or I'm oh, quiet. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So mm. I just think something, it's just natural, in it? It's just okay. one of them things you can't really pinpoint. Mm. So ended up being like, that last couple, the last week left, I've done very well. And then I remember he said, all the boys coming back, Richmond Kissy, you're coming back. Mm-hmm. And that was it. So they drew out the contract. But I couldn't sign it because I was underage. Mm-hmm. So then we had to come home for the off-season and my parents were meant to sign it. Then there was all that, the drama mm-hmm. about... In the contract was basically, if they got you to sign a... If they got you a club, they'd have to take a percentage. Yeah, commission. A commission kind of, kind of basis. And any time the academy needed you for any sort of like promotional work, you'd have to be mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and she thought long term that could probably hinder me mm-hmm. in terms of I don't know. She had her own thoughts behind it. I think. She being your your mum or your no, agent? No, my agent okay, at the yeah, time. Yeah, 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 my yeah. agent. Mm-hmm. So my agent was a bit up, like she wasn't happy with the term. So she was like, "No, I don't think we should go with it." Mm-hmm. But me, where I'd been, where I felt like I was blacklisted in England, I thought this was a fresh start for me. Mm-hmm. Spain, no one knows me. I've got a point to. I can prove myself again away from England mm-hmm. and all the distractions. So I thought it appealed to me, mm-hmm. and all the coaching staff. I thought these people that have been in the game, mm-hmm. I can learn a lot of them. And I did learn a lot for that month. And I wish I could have gone back there because that's probably one of the best experiences football-wise. Mm-hmm. But I never materialised. So I came back. And when I came back, I was clubless, agentless. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where to start. I was going on Google looking for agents, bruv. Yeah. Wow. Trying, to, trying to get me into that. So you decided to part ways with your agent because, because you wanted to pursue because that Because I wanted that, to pursue that. I thought that Spain thing was fresh because I felt like football mm. with me in England, I thought it was tarnished. I thought yeah, people were like yeah. killing my name because... What, like Richmond, we don't yeah, want Yeah, it's like a lot. Like, so it came yeah. with baggage. It came with baggage. A lot of people were misunderstanding me, thinking, oh, he's a bad egg and all yeah. that stuff. And in football, once you've got that attached to you, forget it. Because everyone talks, isn't it? Everyone. It's the smallest it world yeah, ever. It's small. And I'll tell you, there are yeah. people that know each other. You can't lie in football. Because mm. someone will know someone. So... So you, so, you, so you got rid of your agent yeah. and, and then, you tried to go back to that place yeah, but then they so, were so like, what, why she, did they say no? Because yeah. she'd obviously demanded so much so she was basically on them so much yeah, like yeah. nah can you change the terms of this deal can you change like, so basically they got fed up and they were like yeah. nah we were just basically because they basically were looking at it like we're just trying to give you a player a shot mm. and now you're kind of giving us a headache for that so forget it we don't want him we get another player. Yeah. So yeah. that happened yeah. and then yeah. so I was lost bro for mm. that. For the one time when I came back, because obviously I, must, I told all my peoples I was gone to Spain and having to come back again. Embarrassing, yeah. bro. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I locked myself in my house for a good yeah. like, couple months. I was done. Obviously, now I know it was depression, but yeah, at yeah, the time yeah. I didn't really know. I just thought I was done. I didn't want to speak to no one. I was mm. in the house because you're going to go out, you're going to meet someone. Oh, it's football. And you're going to have to yeah, lie explain. and be like, football's all right, yeah, man. I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to do all of that. Family events, I won't really go in. I was down, bro. Like, you just, to yourself, was, kept yeah, yourself to I just yourself. stayed and avoided going out for as long as possible. Then my mum was... At like, that point in time, had you fallen out of love with football? Or Easy. Yeah, easily. 100%. Yeah. 100, just was I like, just was like, I'm done with it. You've been messed up so much times. heartbreak. It's like, yeah. bare promises. I'll take you here. I'll take you there. And nothing ever happened. Mm. And I just thought like, nah, I don't want to do this no more, man. And then, then I ended up meeting some agent in it. <laughs> so obviously I called him up he's like yeah 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 we'll arrange a meeting come come meet me come meet me so he arranged a meeting in Greenwich and I remember it was at Nova Hotel mm. by Greenwich Station okay, no, no, yeah, yeah when I met him there this guy was giving the like yeah you know yeah I've got links in Scotland <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, yeah I'm gonna take you there yeah, yeah, if not yeah. Scotland we'll go Belgium yeah I mean yeah don't worry I got you Man made me sign a contract with him on the spot. You've never ever watched me play. You've never seen me kick <laughs> a ball. Wow. Bro, just from my CV, this guy basically said, yeah, I'll take you on board. He wasn't taking any chance. Bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. so obviously, like a fool, I've obviously signed it straight away. <laughs> and then, because at that stage, I was trying to get back in, in it. So I was mm. doing my own thing. I was running, trying to keep fit and stuff. Then he's like, Gassing up the thing. Come to the come to the training ground. The training ground's by Denmark Hill Hospital. <laughs> so obviously... I went there once, trained. I thought, right, cool, man. He was just spinning waffling bears, mm-hmm. man. 
by the time whose training ground was it? Probably one of the training ground. It was basically oh. a park, man. Yeah. We were just <laughs> gassing. <laughs> <laughs> when he was talking, I thought it was a proper complex. When I got there, now nah, it's actually just a park, bro. You see yeah. by where King's College Hospital is, Denmark Hill. There's a park on the yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally there, bro. So we went. I went there. He's like. We'll take you. To, all right, cool. The plan is, I'm gonna take you Belgium. Mm. He's on my phone for an hour before, bro. You see what I'm telling you? Gassed up this this yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, I'm going there. I'm batting it up. I'm nicking a move. Yeah, the manager's gone. They're looking for young players. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. take you. He made everyone else pay him, innit? But with me, I didn't pay. Mm. He was like, you can sort me out after. Don't worry. When I get you to move, bro, I should have known things were not right. Yeah. From, from he that. collected peas off all the players and like he put us in. He banged us in a minibus. I remember we left, we met in Denmark Hill, just outside that park. Got on a minibus, drove all the way to Belgium, bro. On a minibus, bro. Wow. How long did that yeah, take? Fam, it took long. Now, the, the irony is, I was speaking to my manager at work, mm. and I was like, what, driving to Belgium? That's far, that's far. <laughs> but it's only two and a half hours. Yeah, it two and a half yeah, hours. To get to Belgium. You get the fare, yeah, 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 you get the fare, yeah. and then you cut through France. Yeah. And yeah. Literally. France. So I was like, what, what do you mean okay. drive to Belgium? In a, tight, <laughs> in a tight minibus, it feels like 10 hours. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Right, we got there the, night, the, the day earlier, got to this hotel. Hotel is you know, see them one of them hotels by like the motorway where people just park up and just yeah, sleep there yeah. quickly before they carry on their journey. Yeah, it was one of them hotels. There was like five players in a room. Mm. There's four players in a room. We went. We met someone. We trained. Bruv, something just was because me. When mm. someone tells me I'm going somewhere, I always do my homework. I've always done it. Like yeah. if you tell me I'm going late in Orient, I'll Google late in Orient, find out where the names of the coaches are, the players, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he said the name of the club, I've gone and Googled it. And he's telling me the manager got sacked, but they're just saying, oh, they're happy with the manager. They won three, two. <laughs> it didn't so, correlate, yeah, innit? Yeah. Then there's a training session, innit? And one of the coaches, the, the assistant manager of the team, runs up. Some guy, anyway, ran a session, innit? Mm. And he's like, yeah, you boys are doing well. So there was a game scheduled to play Shalara first team. So mm. we were going to play against their first team. For some reason, that game didn't materialise. Then we did play a game eventually on mm. another day. And before you know it, in the hotel chilling, there's meant to be a match, but all of a sudden there's not a game. He's panicking, running up and down, kind of like a madman. Next thing you know, armed police. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Bro, Belgian police. I've stormed into the hotel. My man hasn't paid the room for like five <laughs> days, bro. Was meant to I be ages, bro. Was meant to be in Germany. We're meant to be in Belgium. We had like so we played a game on a Thursday. We're meant to play the reserves on a Saturday, then come home, bro. I was back in London on Thursday, and then like my family are like, "What are you doing here? We're like, when are you meant to be back on Saturday?" I said, "Bro, long story. Let me just shut the door, man, bro." Yeah, I didn't pay the hotel. Wow. <laughs> we got kicked out. We got told, like, pack your stuff right now and leave. Wow. They, so, so what did he explain to you? What did they... Bro, bro, he's, like, he's, the, bro, he's just like, mate, I'm getting out, man. <laughs> bro, just waffling, bro. Really bro. Ain't saying much. Just up and just, oh, bro. After that, I was like, nah, I'm fully done with football, bro. <laughs> it was And mad. that's crazy because that, was, was, that was the first um occasion like off the back of that four month period yep. where you were just like well, I'm done playing. then you then and you then mustered up the, 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 the confidence to come back and, and then and I get then this I rubbish 
And then I was just like, no. Nah, they sent armed police. Like, Bro, these guys Belgian are police with straps, yeah? And they're talking to this guy and he's acting like he's oblivious to the language they're speaking. They're speaking English. He's turning around and saying, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bro, he was mad. Then one time, obviously now it's oh, mad because we've been kicked out of the hotel. Yeah. So we've had to rummage all our stuff. Like, everyone's had to get their stuff. So imagine now, we're all crammed in this minibus. Yeah. We're outside the hotel, chilling. Because he ain't paying. <laughs> Man is crying. I don't know what he put his head down. He's barling at the wheel. I thought, what is this? This is, a <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, this is real. This is even real. I thought this guy's gone over his head, bro. He owes mad peas now. He oh, took peas off all these players that he can't give back. He is just a mess, bro. I just... I just tell any player, young player listening out now, if an agent says pay him, never pay him, bro. An Mm. agent that wants you will never ask for money, bro. Never. That's that's a good message, Mm. and that's a great way to round up your 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 playing career. That was crazy. So so, fine. So so really quickly. (laughs) So the whole experience. That's that's so crazy. That was mad. So. So really, really quickly, just in the interest of time, I, there's there's so much more yeah, to the story yeah, that we need to we need to get yeah, through. Yeah, of course. So really quickly, like let's summarize the the, the latter end of your career now. So after all of that, I think you you like like you said again, you fell out of love yeah. uh, out of love with the game again. Yeah. Um, and then you started playing like non-league. I even I even stumbled across non-league. I didn't even know non-league was a thing. Mm. Honestly, like I was so walked away. I was so like fixated with <laughs> yeah. pro. I didn't even know there was a level called non-league. Mm. But then one of my boys played for, sorry, Curry Wanderers, isn't it? Okay. And he was like, oh, come with me. Like, follow me, innit? I went to watch. And with me... Proper legendary club. And with me, mm-hmm. I'm the worst person to watch football. Mm-hmm. Especially when I'm there. Even when I'm going to a first-team game, I feel like jumping on the pitch. Yeah, and like, yeah, 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 doing your thing. So obviously, the ball came, started doing kick-ups, innit? And the managers were like, who's your friend? But a few of the boys in that team used to be Charlton fans, innit? So they used to come yeah, and watch Charlton yeah. youth team games. So, so they knew, knew and his son was one of them. So he knew me and he was like, that's Richmond Kissy. Like, Joe, you know who that is? They're like, he's on football manager at the time. Like, yeah, so hey. when man's told him that, yeah, bro, when he man's told him, he's come up to me, he's like, oh, do you want to play? I was like, no, nah, I don't want to play. Like, this is not, what's this? This is rubbish, man. I'll, yeah, I'll kill yeah. this level. And that's literally what I said yeah, to him. He's like, nah, you know what? My boy's told me about you. I know your situation, obviously. We can re-kickstart your career in it. At mm. the time, I was only like what 18, 19. Mm. and he's like, "Yeah, we can re-kickstart your career. Trust me, you can come here, play first team, and be seen." And I thought, "What's this guy talking about? What's first team? Mm. What, you like have a first team? You're trying rubbish, man." <laughs> <laughs> but he took me on 18s. Like I think, yeah, it was 18s at the time. Killed it. I was scoring goals. Mm. Like it was easy, man. Then he played me. Then they put me resies. Killed it resies as well. Then I went straight to first. It was literally that. Like, one game mm. killed 18s for a bit went reserves one game killed that mm. then they were like took me over and then where it was we, we trained in Cold Harbor Lane yeah, yeah yeah and then the first team manager was there Ian Jenkins at the time everyone called him Jenko he was like yeah this is the kid it was me and another boy called Mo Conte you might yeah yeah me and Mo were the two boys yeah. from like the, the, the youth team got called up mm. went up there Done our thing. Like, as yeah. Soon as we ripped it. Manager was like, "Yeah, I'm signing these two boys." Yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously, put us with the first thing. We trained. Like, we played. We played. But that's the first time I've come to the politics of non-league, innit? So there was this main man there. I remember, like what I told you, when I go somewhere, I hear the name. Yeah, innit? That's yeah, what you've yeah. mentioned a lot, and I find out who the main man is, innit? And it was this guy Brems. I was just like Brems, Brems, Brems. Thinking, who's this Brems yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brems ain't our training, but it's his Saturday. 
Brems is starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, I'm grafting. Come Saturday, I'm on the bench. Brems is starting. He's obviously top earner at the club and all of that. Mm. So obviously, I've got to get... I'm still hungry. I'm like, yeah, I can... Like, I'm here and I can mm. do my thing. Yeah, so I'm here. I'm thinking, yeah, I can do my thing. I can impress. And obviously... I was ripping it, man. Mm. If I'm being honest, training matches, I was doing my thing when I was coming on. Manager was like, I remember one game, took the Mitchum, stanched one. I remember I took it, step over, cutting on the right, cut it, like top bins, like posting in. Yeah. And he went in the change room and he's like, this is the best find this club's ever had. And I actually <laughs> believed him. I'm like, bro, he knows. Yeah. Saturday on the bench, bro. Yeah, that's how mad it is. Politics kills yeah. non-league, man. I hear you, man. And to be mm. honest, I, I'm sure that's a debate we can have for another day as well. The yeah, politics true, of, of non-league mm. and stuff, man. Okay, so let's summarize really quickly now because yeah. I want to get to the to the the crux of everything. Of course. <laughs> so really quickly, if you can Boy. try and take us on a very quick journey, like club to club, where you went after after uh, uh, um, uh, Cray Wanderers. Yeah. Like where where did you go? So you uh, from there after, you went after Cray. I went. I believe I went to Ear of Town. Mm-hmm. After Erif Town, I believe I went to back to Cray Wanderers Reserves. Okay. Because obviously I had a good rapport with the reserve manager, Darren. Mm. Then I followed him to Seven Oaks. Then after Seven Oaks, I went to Erif and Belvedere. Okay. When I had one of my best seasons ever. Mm. 24 goals. We won the one promotion to the Ryman. Yeah, one promotion to the Ryman North. Mm. Then I got a good move to Red Hill, which was Ryman South. That paid very well. <laughs> <laughs> then I left there and I came back to Irith and Belvedere. Then went back to Seven Oaks. Mm-hmm. Then East Grinstead. Then I went East Grinstead, Ryman South again. Then I went on a short spell to like. Hayes and Yedin, okay. Conference South, mm. pre-season, done all right, politics again, left there, Beckenham Town, got some disciplinary issues at the Beckenham <laughs> Town, and then it coincided with me just saying, nah, I've had enough of football, man, mm. nah, I want to move on and pursue, like, it was just set up at that time that mm. referees would just hated me, man, Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't breathe on a pitch without getting a booking, so, mm. after that, I just thought it coincided. I got a long suspension and I just thought it coincided with me saying, you know what, I'm going to... I had the charity thing in the back of my mind to yeah. kickstart it. And I just used that opportunity and just said, you know what, I'm done with it. Let me focus on something else now. Because that's a huge uh, a huge decision to make. Mm. Now, obviously, I, it, it was supported with the fact that you had the disciplinary issues yeah, and the issues yeah. with the politics and stuff. Yeah. And of course, you were no, like you were no stranger to it because oh, it sure. happened all throughout your all career. Throughout my career but the decision, because you're still young, do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, and playing non-league, you got players that play yeah, well into their 30s, 40s, do you know what I mean? Played the other day in that Wembley. You see what I mean? So you're you're still good enough, you're yeah. still fit enough, you're yeah. still young enough to, to play at that level. Yeah. The decision to finally say, I'm calling it a day yeah. and start a charity. Yeah. Now, obviously, I mean, I, I've never started a charity, so I have no idea. But I can imagine if you're starting from scratch, yeah, there's lot. so much like effort, there's so much time, there's so much lot. that needs to go into it, like getting it off the ground. Yeah. Like, so knowing that you're playing every single week or whatever, like you're, you're, you're kicking ball and whatnot, and then starting something from literally like the ground yeah. up, it 
it's like do you know what I mean? Sort it's it's like your your what's 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 the analogy I can use? You're basically you know, taking a, a step on a, on a staircase with not being able to see the full staircase. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, literally a leap of, of faith. Course, yeah. So, like, yeah, speak to us a bit so, about that. So, like, with, how that so with the Kissy Foundation, that, that idea had already started. Like I said, that it was already etched in my mind from mm. the first trip to Ivory Coast. Yeah, yeah you already said you started helping ago, people. I started yeah. that and I felt like I, I was enjoying that. Mm. And then it got to a stage where I started looking at my life and thinking, what is it that I enjoy? Mm. like away from football and I enjoy helping people and I enjoy mm. like giving people like giving back yeah so what happened was I did a charity game for one of my ex-teammates called George Howard mm. he'd had an accident in South Africa and he was in like a critical condition and wow. so we set up a game mm. and we had John Joe come we had a lot of ex-pros come mm. it was a team full of like ex-pros and players that played with George and we set that up. It was on a wide scale. BBC covered it. Everyone kind of covered that match. Oh, dope. That's dope. And when we done that, when he when he said John Joe, that's John Joe Shelby. John Joe Shelby. Yeah. yeah. So he was there. Luke Rooney was there. Who else come out? Bradley Dack. Oh, he's at Blackburn yeah. Rovers yeah, now. He well. came. He played. Who else played? Um, Darren Ibrahim. I don't know if you know him. Goalkeeper for Dartford for a long time. He's okay. pretty good as well. Yeah. So we had a lot of. Good names, good names. Some good names came out to play. Mm-hmm. And that gave me that thing that, bruv, this is actually what I want to do. Yeah. So, yeah. see, when we when we raised the funds, all the money that we done, a ch- we done an auction after that, that donations, everything went back to the family, innit? Mm. And it allowed them to obviously bring his body back to London, to, yeah, to England. Yeah, yeah, and obviously, yeah. thank God, he's, he's fit and healthy. And he actually played in a Kissy Foundation charity match in Homesdale Football Club. Oh, wow. So okay. when eventually we did that for him, it just gave me something like, yeah, I want to do this. It just gave me a little yeah, taste. Yeah, it just told like, me like, this is, this is, this the right is actually, because the organisation, like everything, like calling people, setting mm. up, kits, pitch. And we had so many people coming up and like trying to be like support us and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, it gave me contacts as well on how I can yeah. get some stuff. So once I got a taste of that, I was like, yeah, this I'm, is I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm I think I think like, I'm on doing fully. this for my own charity thing. So you and think that's your purpose? I feel that that could be, yeah. So mm. so for, way, for those yeah. for those who've never heard of the the Kissy Foundation yeah, so before, what in we, a nutshell, what so do you So what guys we do? do, we help underprivileged kids and families using education and football, mm-hmm. sports, but primarily football as mm-hmm. a way to helping them achieve a better life, mm-hmm. and also helping them understand that there's other avenues to obviously be a success within football and sports mm. and not just actually being the main sports person. Okay. So we just try and motivate kids and stuff and mm. giving back. So we've helped like orphanages, like I explained to you earlier yeah, before yeah. the show. We're trying to build a, a link between a local hospital and us. So okay. we can obviously speak to people here to see if we can get some stuff sent home, mm. like medical equipment and stuff. Mm. So that's all big, man. That's big. In Uganda, in, in as well. Uganda. Yeah, so we've done that in Uganda. That we mm-hmm. went to visit orphanage. Like we gave back footballs. We gave them food, like mm. clothes. So yeah, man. That's, it's a good thing, man. Yeah, that's and, and so for anyone who protect, like could be listening now yes. and is potentially interested in donating, like how so, how can they help? Um, like I said, at the moment we're not taking any financial donations. Just obviously be on the safe side, our end, mm. uh, because of what happened with our GoFundMe. So mm-hmm. at the moment we're just doing. Um, oh, what can I even say? We're just taking like donations, like clothes, footballs, any unwanted stuff mm. that we just we can take off you. So obviously, people just hit me up, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Um, I get someone to go and collect it. 
and then we ship it off. Okay, so cool, that's man. What been doing. Bro, you you might as well plug your your Twitter, man. Yeah, so my Twitter is um, at my Twitter is at Kissy Richmond, K I S S I R I C H M O N D, and anyone could just hit me up. There's a Kissy Foundation, obviously Twitter as well. That's at Kissy Foundation One. So obviously, you just get yeah, in touch man. with us, and we'll get those stuff out to the kids, man. 100%. Yeah, it changes lives, man. Think You'd think really that, yeah, people think that they 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 can just throw their stuff away, but it serves a purpose for someone else elsewhere. I think it's impressive uh, yeah. what you're doing. Like Muhammad Ali said, I think the the rent we pay on earth mm-hmm. is the service we give to yeah, others. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Everyone, kind of like needs a helping hand in it. Mm. There's just um, there's nothing that separates us from kids that are raised there apart from the opportunity that we've had to be growing up in this yeah. country with all 100%. the experiences that we've got. So 100%. when we go back, all we can do is obviously just give them a bit of the life that we have. So mm. when you hear stories, when you do these kind of things, you hear a lot of stories. Like you hear stories of kids dying for because the parent couldn't afford a malaria tablet, and when you convert it, it's mm. peanuts. So you're literally having kids die on like for like peanuts mm. like basically so obviously we the vision is to obviously help like on a bigger scale obviously mm. you need like financial backing to have that done yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. it's a strain at the minute because where I've just become recently a dad okay. everything's coming out yeah, of my pocket yeah, so yeah. as a bit of a burden on how the thing can evolve but mm. I think we've got everything's possible everything's man possible, we'll man. get steps, so we'll get there steps, man, man. Uh, the you best I mean? the first thing is just to have the vision and then the rest will take care of itself that's it yeah. and, and, and as long as you're, you're yeah that, that's it you're, you're completely on the right mm-hmm. path man you've got the vision you've got mm, the direction yeah. and and yeah man direction is better than speed as they that's say it. sometimes you know, it. it's going to pick up yeah. like as long as you've got the, the, the right exactly. frame of mind where it's it, just so. something that we were trying to just be sustainable it doesn't matter what pace it's going at, as long mm. as it stays sustainable. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. And I think you mentioned also um, that you guys have got a website coming up. Yeah, soon. so we're trying to set up the website. That'll so be once great, that's man. done, I'll put that on the Twitter account. One hundred percent. Look, bro, it, like man. we're we're yeah. supporters of, of the yeah. Kissy Foundation, that, man. So as soon that. as as soon as we get the chance to, yeah. we're we're willing yeah. to donate. Yeah, yeah, we're willing to support, it, push that. We'll we'll get that in front of as many eyeballs as possible, man. That's thank you. That's 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 the that's the goal. That's the aim. And funnily enough, the what the the so now we've obviously spoken about the charity. There was one other thing that I wanted us to mm-hmm. to, to close on, which, I mean, your story already up until this point yeah, is amazing, <laughs> like it's crazy, your like, miracle man. Your yeah, miracle. you're actually and like that's not even, we, we've not even covered half of it. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been it's, so many. Like, it's there, yeah, stages, man. like it's man. Crazy. Honestly, there's so many layers and, and and facets to it. So, but this one is one that we absolutely cannot. Cannot, cannot course, close yeah. the episode without talking about. Um, so this one is, boy, how, what would I even use? What so word would I use to, to describe yeah, it? Um, so obviously it, it was something, it's something quite serious. Of course, yeah. um, and and I remember hearing hearing um, you speak about it, um, and it just came as a surprise yeah, to me yeah. when you told me. I was like. Wow! Because funny know? enough, when I saw you in when I saw you in Catford, yeah, yeah. I, I think I just came up a couple of days after. Yeah, it was a couple of days after. Crazy, it's absolutely crazy. I've always considered myself fit and healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've had medicals like done as a sports yeah, person, yeah. and nothing's ever been picked up. Yeah, you know what I mean, like so it was just a normal day. I've obviously I've done my I've gone food shopping. Mm. My missus come home, bantering with her all day. Yeah. Left the house, but I had like a pain in my back, like the whole day. So I just thought, 
I just slept funny in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously me and the boys, we link up every Tuesday night and we play at pits. Mm-hmm. We've always done it. So obviously yeah, the yeah, routine yeah. it was yeah, just come on. The game was at nine thirty, I got there about nine twenty, but I just felt uncomfortable within me that this pain was on my back and it just weren't shifting. I'm stretching it. It's not moving. Mm. So obviously I thought, cool, maybe it's just a muscle ache, can it? Started playing, 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 playing within five minutes. Just like I'm out of breath, I'm just I'm I'm out of breath, bro. Like it's like mm. I've ran for two hours. I'm just exhausted, and everyone around me is like, "Are you around?" I keep like crouching over, trying to catch my breath, and it's like I'm like, "Boys, I'm struggling. Like, there's something wrong with me." Thought nothing of it, and this is where it's mad the competitive nature again that mm. I was telling you about. So prior to it in the group chat, it was like, whichever team loses has a forfeit. <laughs> Boy, yeah. Imagine the forfeit is you've got to bend over in front of the guy and someone smashes the ball at you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm thinking, I ain't getting no ball uh, smashed at me. Yeah, and yeah. more than anything, me and this friend, we compete at everything. We're on mm-hmm. holiday, we're competing. Rock, paper, scissors, who's going to buy the drinks? Yeah, That's yeah, how competitive yeah, yeah, me and him are. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm not losing to him. Even if I'm out of breath, or I'm dying, I'm not losing yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'm running. Like, I'm, like, I feel that discomfort, but competitiveness is not allowing yeah, me to stop. Yeah, yeah. They score, we score, they score, we score. And I'm like, nah, I'm not stopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eventually, game's done. But now the pain's gone from my back like, to my chest. And it's like, it's hurting, bro. Like, pain. I can't even describe yeah, yeah. it. What can, like, I, but what can I describe? Is it like a sharp pain? It's a sharp pain. Bro. Yeah. Like, it's a sharp pain. It's like a, like a stitch mm. that's not going. Okay, yeah. so That's the closest thing I can compare. Mm. So it's like, it's like you've got a stitch, but it's just not, it's not like a stitch eventually goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but this was just there, sat there. So I'm feeling the pain in my back, I'm feeling it in my chest. So we finished the game, and then everyone's obviously bantering in the car park. And I've gone and sat down on the grass bit, and I thought, let me remove my boots, but my head's spinning, I feel dizzy, sweating. And then I've gone to remove my boot, and then I just remember feeling sick. And for like 10 minutes, I swear to you. I'm just throwing up, bro, on the grass, like throwing up for ten straight minutes, bro. Then I'm like, yeah, I'm in trouble because I felt like a proper faint. Mm. So my phone was in my pocket. I remember I took my phone and I just dialed nine nine nine, and everyone was like bantering there. And then when I started throwing up, they all come around me. I called the ambulance and I told them I'm at Catford playing field. I'm playing football and my chest is going tight. I feel faint. And then she, I just said, like, I don't know what's going on, innit? I just don't feel well. So I've put the phone down and I've laid, and someone's put me in a recovery position, innit? Mm. But even when, I, even when I was in a recovery position, I felt so uncomfortable within myself. It's like the pain was just getting intense. Mm. And then it's like, I just remember now, like, voices started getting, like, even though they were near, they started getting distant. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just laying down. And then I remember, like, seeing the ambulance come and roll up woman come and spoke to me they put me in the ambulance but they had to do like an ECG and when they done the ECG they saw like, ECG? like um, they check your like the, the rhythm yeah, of yeah, your okay, heart fine, yeah, yeah. so when they checked the rhythm of my heart they saw it right in their regularity mm. and then they started panicking they were like how old are you I was like I'm 28 they were like nah this is like we're trying to because of your age we're trying to rule it out but from the results of the ECG it looks like it's something serious so we're going to run a second one by this time, I'm in agony, man. They've given me morphine. They've given me everything to try mm. and numb the pain, but it's not going. 
So I'm writhing in agony and I'm just thinking like, well, I just said, I just had a baby. Like, she's now, she's like 10 months old now. That's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm yeah. like, I said to the woman, like, don't let me die in here, bro. I've literally just left my missus and my baby. I've said to them, I'll see you when I finish ball. And now I'm like in this pain. I don't know where it is. I'm shook. So the woman is like consoling me saying, now nah, you're not going to die. Cool. So you ran the second one irregular again. So then they've called, they've called up to um, King's College because that's where the cardiac. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. they've called, they've called up there in an emergency. Said there's someone like, like needs yeah, to be yeah, seen. Yeah. So obviously yeah. get it sort like ready on your end. Mm-hmm. Flown through. I just remember just getting dragged out, like wheeled out. Well, so you were conscious the whole way through. Yeah, I was conscious. Like, I was conscious the whole way through, but I was just in pain. I just remember mm. just being in pain. Like it was just in my back, yeah. aching. And were you reassured when she told you that you weren't gonna die? Was that nah? Like, I didn't that, reassure that, nothing, that didn't bro. Reassure, you, you know, like, nah, nah, nah. You, so you in your mind, in my you're mind, thinking, I'm thinking, I could go right I'm thinking now. Thinking I could some, die. Cause I'm thinking there's something seriously mm. like there's a serious issue with me because I've never had this before. Mm. And obviously, you've heard players like complain mm. about chest pain, yeah. and then you're thinking, bro. It might be just one of them things, innit? So you start worrying because obviously we've all seen... We've all seen Mwamba. That's the first yeah. thing that came to yeah. my mind. I'm Mark thinking... Vivian Foley. Vivian Foley. Yeah. And I'm thinking, bro, like, all I'm feeling is something similar to what probably, like, when, when you when you hear about mm. people complaining, they complain about a sharp pain and stuff. And when I got really scared was when the pain travelled to my arm. That it was just in my arm here. Mm. That's when I started panicking. I'm thinking, this might be a heart attack, you know? So then I spoke to them. Then they dragged me straight into the, what they call the cath lab. Mm. They done like another ECG of my heart. Then they done a thing where they put an ink in your arm through your veins, yeah. And then they put um, an X-ray machine on. And then sorry, that shows the blockage. And then it showed the two blockages of my the main arteries, like the main arteries. Mm. So they were both clogged in it. So they had to do like a emergency mm. thing where uh-huh. you put something yeah. um, a thing up my arm then they cut me by my grain put another one up there and basically so now I've got two things called stems or something in my basically my arteries and that allows the blood to flow basically wow it was a close call but the following morning the doctor who done the sur- who done the procedure came up to me he was like you've used up one of your nine lives bro because literally how you didn't go into cardiac arrest I don't know I played football 45 minutes while having a heart attack. So, like, blood started, where it was blocked, mm-hmm. that um, the the bottom half of my heart, where the blood's meant to be pumped in through, started clogging up. So I had, like, blood clots in my heart, and then the blood wasn't flowing anymore. So they just said, lucky, lucky, yeah. lucky to be here. Puts life into perspective. Puts life into perspective and just shows how short life is because I will always remember this. I remember saying to my missus, I'll see you later. And you never thought that could have been the last time you ever saw her. I didn't see her again till, yeah, so I didn't see her again. I didn't, so basically I said, I'll come back home and I'll see you later. I'll come back, come back home after football. I didn't end up coming back to my house till the Saturday. So I went to play football on Tuesday didn't come end up coming back home. Life's short, bro. Yeah, man. That is crazy. When, that's it's when crazy. it hit me. It's really, and, really and did, did they give you like any explanation for why it happened? Like, like now, now they don't. Like they, I like, literally go from cardiology to cardiologists, and everyone's just surprised. They like Healthy check cholesterol, check cholesterol, plays football semi-pro level. Like he's fine. Like what's this? It's just one of those things. This, crazy, this combo, yeah, yeah. man, that heart attack it's, is one bro, thing. It's one of those things you yeah, can never predict it. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. never predict it. And when they, they, I'm on tablets now, so I'm on like statins and all these stuff to like for life now. 
Swear. Mm. So how are you feeling now? No, nah, nah, I'm good, man. I'm coming back. So man. do you think that's a testament to your fitness? Because there's people that's that have heart attacks. That's what they said. They said that. That's a good point you made because they said if you hadn't been fit and you hadn't been so young, it takes people's lives, bro. Let's be serious. How many times have you opened it and you say someone's died of a cardiac arrest and stuff? Serious, man. It could have taken my life, man. But I'm grateful to be here. I can imagine your perspective and your view it's on life changed, is bro. so different it's now. Changed, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even want to beef no one no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like even a small it's argument, like even a small argument with my girl, I don't even want to do it because like you don't want to leave on a bad note. And yeah. why it shook her up? Because the whole day, even though I was like, for some reason I don't know, I was just overly like touchy feel, like mm-hmm. loving towards mm-hmm. her. Like so, she was cooking. I come and hug her, kiss yeah. her, and I just think like. Maybe that was just like a sign, like it could have been my day, but yeah, for some yeah. reason it wasn't. That could have been a goodbye, do you know what I mean? Mm. Boy, that's crazy. It's crazy, and then things stay with you, man. Mm. It does. So it's mad, it's mad, it's mad. Like my family, but like, everything I'm raped, or everyone, like my black people show me love, man. Yeah, yeah. When the times like this, yeah, so you realize. It's times, like, yeah. times like this, funnily enough, that obviously it shouldn't be like that, mm. but it's moments like that where you obviously find out who's there for you and stuff. I had a lot of people come show me love, like hit me up and stuff, man. It was it was good, man. Mm, I saw your Twitter, it was inundated with messages. Yeah, 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 it was crazy. It was mad, so it was mad, bro. It shook me up, but you can't keep dwelling on it, man. That's it, man. We thank it's God. Grateful we're here. Yeah, that's all. That's yeah. the only person we can thank, man. And for anyone who don't believe in God, bro, he's real. Bro. He's yeah. Like, yeah. So I, like that made you. Bro, it's real. real. I questioned yeah. it like the week before it happened, mm. and even after, I'm still questioning it. Why me? Because there's people, like I said, some some people have the same thing as me, mm. and they are not lucky to come out and tell yeah. the story. Yeah, yeah, no. So obviously, why am I different from them people? Yeah. It's because yeah. I got a purpose, man. I believe so. I believe he kept me here for a reason, man. That's it, man. 100%. Honestly, and 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 these these are the stories that we appreciate, man. Of Honestly, like on on this pod, we're so much about getting behind these stories, getting mm. these these stories heard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know how how many? I, I mean, I, I I can only speak for myself, but I, you're the only person I know that's started their own charity. Bro. Do you know what I mean? It, it's, and and I feel like I got lucky because obviously with that. Obviously, we're not official in the UK, but yeah. we're official in Africa. Yeah, so, obviously, yeah. I had to do it there in terms of because that's where we're going to be based yeah, and doing yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah. work. But eventually, I'd like to branch out here. Yeah, obviously, just... in the UK, it's harder to do it because of all the regulations yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people, I've noticed, don't really trust charities at the mm. moment because of all the bad press and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. it's just, as long as, that's why I kind of like, in a way, the piece someone hacking the GoFundMe was like... Uh, Maybe a blessing, yeah, a blessing in disguise yeah. because we could have like people would have misinterpreted what yeah, we were doing and tried yeah, to say yeah. oh we're doing something else so maybe it's good that we're not touching money for mm. now until we're established and we're proper in a position where we can handle that then we can go forward and do that absolutely man and I just yeah I, I strongly feel like stories like this need more coverage course, man yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and, and again looking at things on a more macro and wider scale like mm. we always see and, and hear about negative stories negative connotations mm. with young black men like it, it's, there's, it's so important to get these kind of messages these kind of stories out mm. there in, 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 in the open for people to, to hear and, and, and that's what we champion 100% oh, on this good. podcast but man. even with that like I believe that it's just an opportunity thing. I, and some of us are just lucky than others because we've all been raised in the same mm. environment. You know mm. what I mean? But not a lot, not all of us have turned out as some of our friends have. It's yeah. just yeah. the path yeah. that you choose, isn't it? 100%. And then yeah, 
we could have easily gone down the wrong path. Of course. But yeah, we've, yeah, all, yeah. we've all been conscious and we've all understood that um, there's a better life than mm. that kind of life. So it's just for us lot to just be an example for the rest now. Just to let yeah. the youngsters know, man, like their life is precious, bro. Mm. You only get one of it. That's Once it goes, it, it goes. Definitely. Oh, man, we'll keep doing it, man. That's it. Change man. lives, bro. And long may it continue, man. Long may the success continue, man. Thank you. Boy, I think I don't think there's anything else I need to add, to be honest with you. Thank you. Yeah, all we can do is say thank you. Thank you lot for having me, man. I appreciate it, man. Now you're obviously you lot have got a fan for life now, innit? Yeah, we'll keep we'll grow. Yeah, we'll grow together, man. Hundred percent. That is it, man. So listeners, thank you so much for listening up until this point in the podcast. I just want to make sure we also plug our um, Twitter handle. It's podcast underscore TBG, the beautiful game podcast. Please, if you're not uh, following just yet, make sure you do follow, retweet, share, like amongst your 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 family, your friends, your work colleagues. Um, engage with us, man, and let's let's continue to grow. Um, I think that's no, no more needs to be said, man. Over and out. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.